Welcome to Thought Cops, the only podcast where every week we talk about what's outraging the internet. And then we let you be the judge, the jury, the executioner in the court of public opinion. I am Officer Kevin and with me as always, every time is Officer Grant. Hey, what's up? Uh, We want to thank Doug, Deputy Doug, for coming on board last week. Thank you, sir, for doing your duty. And we got a surprise We're this week. We're going to do a 21 gun salute for him. We're going to do one. Great. Couldn't buy 21 bullets. <laughs> uh, thank you to our new guest this week, Deputy Robbie. Hey. hey. That's Robbie on the mic. Glad to be here. Uh, Robbie and I met in high school. That's right. uh, journalism class where we spent entire class periods either reading onion articles or yeah. looking up what is smegma <laughs> yeah <laughs> would you care to explain what is smegma no that's that's for the audience yeah, to google yeah you know what you can just uh, look that up yourself yeah please pause the video i mean please pause the audio recording right now uh google.com uh uh or wikipedia you could probably just i think there's a wikipedia entry for it smegma um check it out if you don't already know yeah no don't i think now is a good oh jesus that lightning I think now's a good time to stop talking about smegma. And, that was uh, that was God's way of saying, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, we met in journalism, and uh, for some reason, Kevin and I were going to fight, and I've been <laughs> still waiting for that moment to happen, because he, he has like, not shown up. Uh, yeah. You had this uh, like bit we did for like a decade now, where we're like, going to meet you at the flagpole after school? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be there? Yup. Hey, where were you last night, man? And we like exchanged phone numbers at some point, and like the bit continued. Like, hey, man, like three in the morning. I'm at the flagpole. Where are you? Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm here. I don't see you. It, it got not funny, and then it became funny again. Like, yeah, it like, really, it had a full life. And rule of one hundred. So I think we've we had a discussion <laughs> recently where we thought about maybe retiring it or at least taking a break. Yeah. Uh, from the whole bad idea. Yeah. Never die. Yeah, well, we talk, I'm glad we talked about it here, <laughs> and uh, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll see you at the flagpole tonight. Yeah, no, Weren't you also good. supposed to eat a ghost chili? Yes. Um, <laughs> there's a, uh, I, I, one time I ate a uh, habanero pepper at my friend's house, and uh, I ate the whole thing. I, 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 I love spicy food, and I um, didn't fathom how spicy things could possibly be, and I was crying. And um, my friend didn't want, he wanted to save his milk for his cereal the next day. So he refused to give me any milk and he refused to wash any dishes for me. So he poured the, the rest of his milk in a Ziploc bag and cut a hole and gave it to me. And he wasn't trying to be funny either. Uh, Bucklew, fuck you if you're listening. <laughs> Piece of shit. 
All right. Uh, so from what I understand, you also used to have a podcast. Um, I mo- did. Movie. <laughs> that's, that's right. That I listened to. It? I listened to. A, uh, I listened to this when it was airing, and I don't remember if there were any cow puns. Oh, there were. There were quite the few. Quite the few. There a were many. Po- a podcast covering your musings. Yes, on yes. movies and media. See yeah. how we, you know, you combine that and yeah, then, yeah, yeah musings. Utterly, fant- you know, to fantastic. I forget what our taglines were, but we yeah. had we had quite a few. Yeah, Movedia. I think it's still on iTunes. I, I, actually, I saw it yep, on there. We checked so today. if you want some yeah. out, out of date up. movie commentary, news commentary, check it out for sure. No, why not? Yeah. If you want to check out uh, within the Thought Cops Network, <laughs> uh, Movedia. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's in the expanded universe. Um, so you you graduated with a degree in media studies with a focus on the First Amendment and press theory. Yes, yeah. exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah, University of Illinois. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's it's like it's particularly particularly interesting because of the 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 First Amendment. Yes. always brought up nowadays. Exactly. Yeah, it's become uh, more relevant than it was when I was in school. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of. You know, it's like we see on here. College is a very scary place to be right now. Yeah. And we were like, I think we all graduated college in 2013. Yeah. yeah. Things are so different now than they, they were back then. That's that's the narrative. But are, is it? None of us went it's to the, Berkeley, right? That's true. That's true. I Just, couldn't, you know, couldn't get in. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I do. I mean, it, go. it's a little worse probably. But like, are, are is it really a problem on a lot of campuses? Like... I mean, I think no. I think everybody's just apathetic, and it's just like everything else. Like, like this entire show yeah. based on you know fucking people blowing things out of proportion on Twitter. It's like if you look at how many people are actually talking about like anything that's happening, it's like a small minority. Yeah, everyone else is bitching about like what, what was the thing? Like five things that make you ha- hashtag five things that make you happy or whatever the fuck. Yeah, right, right. Whatever's trending. Yeah, like. Like if Ann Coulter went to like came to U of I, I don't think she would be like barred from speaking. You know? no. Yeah, so yeah, that's a big. I think thing it's right definitely now. like Berkeley is sort of ground zero for the yeah for the Antifa. Not to be confused with Ground Zero in New York City. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. No, that was a that was a, a non-specific <laughs> reference. Of it's ground also zero. been happening though, like at DePaul, um, DePaul campus in Chicago. Um, they had. I, Milo's been banned from there. Ben oh, really? Shapiro's been banned from there. And Ooh. then I was reading something online, and I can't exactly remember it, but it was something uh, some like pro-Muslim advocate was giving a speech or something, and someone people were putting up signs that say like "Gay Lives Matter," and then the school went, "You can't put those signs up." And we are back. Uh, the lightning knocked out our recording uh, right as soon as I started talking about gay people and signs that say gay lives matter. I don't know if that's a sign. It's a sign, but I'm not quite sure what he's trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it's not really, the message isn't exactly tracking. I hope that doesn't happen again. Um, Either God is turning off our recording or your roommate is practicing his vocal lessons. It's one of the two and they're always always the peskiest thing. Probably uh it's probably both. Um Yeah, and you you also you interned at the FCC? I did. It was very exciting. Was it? Yeah. No, it was uh I did I didn't really do too much. Mm. But, you know, typical government typical job. government people sitting around, you know, no one working. No, it's a very good experience nonetheless. But uh, it sounds interesting. Yeah. No, there's like a lot. So I, I mentioned to people that I interned at the FCC and then a lot of people would give me like really passionate anger in response, like 
Fuck the FCC. Guys, can we swear? Sorry. I didn't yeah, realize. you can. Yeah, okay. Swear. Wow. Free, total free I, speech. Other Feel free to freaking swear <laughs> as much as you want. No, but people, yeah, would get really like visceral about the FCC with like censorship stuff, which I've never really understood. Like, yes, they do handle it, which we'll touch yeah. on, I guess. They do handle censorship stuff, but like they really only respond to like citizen and government pressure to do anything. It's not like they're a bunch of regulators like yeah. monitoring shit and then deciding to act. All they do is like respond to people that want. Yeah. And a, I feel like reaction. that's even within the realm of that is like a small portion of what the FCC does. Correct. Correct. Like, yeah. They do way more. Just, yeah. Yeah. But I think that's like what freaks people out is this idea of like a government censorship sort of thing. Yeah. But uh, Robbie was in charge of censoring boobs on Toonami. Yes. After <laughs> after the boobs. Janet Jackson incident, it yeah. was up to me to, you know, watch nonstop watch, <laughs> you know, like uh, whatever. Uh, you know what I'm talking uh, about? Yeah, the uh, Clockwork super, Orange. Yeah, you know, yes, yeah. yeah. Sitting in a sitting in a chair and then you know, phoning, consensually viewing uh, her breasts. Yeah, a little reference to uh, my old podcast, which was uh, changed to a different name because they thought it sounded like something else. But yeah. anyway, but you got to protect the kids. You know, that's what it's true. About. True, that's what it's about. Think of the children. Think of the children. Literally, there's parents. It's the parents' television council that's, that writes in. Damn. Yeah. yeah. So fun stuff in the world of government. Yeah, well, I, I like I think that in and of itself is like, especially with like the you're probably well aware of the the shit that happened with like Stephen Colbert. I am. Yeah. I was following that story pretty closely. Yeah, and like everyone was freaking out because they're like, oh, the FCC is investigating. Uh, yeah, like Stephen Colbert's remarks, and it's like, don't they investigate everything? Like, they don't. Yeah, they get a lot of calls from people that are like complain about South Park and shit. Don't exactly, they? and that's not even regulated by the FCC. Right, and what and what like. People, what was weird to me was like the white, what, what's the Writers Guild? Writers Guild of America, yeah. like East and West Coast. Like they got all up in arms about like worried about the investigation and like a free speech sort of thing. And it's like <laughs> they're not investigating anything and there's like no chance that anything is going to happen. Yeah. Actually, like look at the rules. So everybody like that actually knows what they're talking about knows it's a non-issue, but it became a story nonetheless, which I think is interesting. Yeah, they're going to uncover like dozens and dozens of whiteboards filled with <laughs> fart jokes and poop jokes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gotta investigate this guy. His homophobic oh, slurs. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, By I the guess... way, did you guys see, I don't know if we're starting on that topic oh, now, no, but John Stewart's he was on Colbert recently. Yeah, they did night. like a daily show uh, reunion. reunion. Yeah, and uh, he said, I think it's interesting that we're like holding comedians to higher standards than our leaders, which I think is true. And granted, Trump didn't say like cockholster, but yeah. still, if we could apply some moral standards to leaders in the way that we do to comedians. Yeah, that, that's exactly my thing. I think I was saying that like one of the past episodes, it's like uh, about what what's the, the chick from a... Uh the pepsi commercial um kendall jenner yeah kendall jenner <laughs> like everyone's pissed off at kendall jenner and it's like motherfucker like you have a congress full of people that do nothing you're yeah. angry at kendall jenner kendall jenner's a fucking idiot just ignore her just don't watch the fucking pepsi commercial the pepsi commercial isn't fucking important like the government's important and, like go vote for people yeah and are, do people see it as like a moral failure on Kendall Jennings part because like I don't yeah. that, I don't understand that I, I have just, no idea just trying to make her money it's you the know? outrage machine outrage machine That's the good, people good who are yeah, fans of Coca-Cola yeah. you know the, right. the official drink of the warmonger <laughs> <laughs> well I don't know because now uh, now people are throwing Pepsi cans at cops so yeah I guess it's just swung around the other way mm. what do they expect to get out of that Pepsi or the people, cops? No, people who throw the people who are throwing like cans of Pepsi at police officers. I'd expect to get arrested. If yeah, I'm but, 
can of Pepsi at a police officer, I'd be like, well, going to jail. I feel like going can, to jail. You know? Yeah. Throw the can, you get thrown oh, in the can. There you go. <laughs> you gotta, have a, like, you gotta have a precedent. They're like, there, there's going to be so many catchy headlines about this. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we can get into uh, sentences. If you haven't listened to week. Thought Cops before, and if you're here for Robbie, <laughs> all, all, the, all the big Rob heads out there yes. listening for the first time. Uh, at the beginning of beginning, or I guess be beginning-ish of every episode, we follow up with the previous episode uh, by sentencing last week's perpetrators to cruel and most unusual punishments. Grant, take uh, it away. So since we were talking about it, uh, for the crime of making an inappropriate joke about cock holsters, uh, Stephen Colbert is hereby sentenced to Westworld, but instead of guns, it's penises. Thought of that one right before we hit the record button. It sounds like a joke that was made right before. Do this one. For the crime of making a douchey music festival in what looked to be a FEMA death camp in the Bahamas, the creators of Fire Festival, Ja Rule, Fat John Ra- Fat uh, excuse me, Fat John Ralphio, Ja Rule and Fat John Ralphio are <laughs> those two guys are hereby sentenced to taking turns in the dunk tank. At the gathering of juggalos, the pool below them. Guess what? It's filled with fago, highly acidic. What's It'll eat away at their skin, and man, it will taste like sugarcane. If they remake any of the what are those Rush Hour movies with those guys, yeah. I'd watch that. That would like kick a buddy ass. cop movie with them. Just putting that out. There. Have Have you seen uh, Big Money Rustlers or Big Money Hustlers? No. You no. you should definitely watch those because those sound like what you're yeah. wanting out, okay. of, out of life. Yes, the buddy cop drama or genre underrated nowadays. Yeah, well, uh, I forget now. I forget which one. It, I've only seen one of them, but I forget which one it is. But the one I saw is an old western, <laughs> <laughs> so it's all about cowboys and yeah, uh, clowns. Mm. Um, yeah. So, uh, Robbie, would you like to read a sentence? Yeah, uh, if I can. Feel for, feel, yeah, it's kind of hard yeah, to sorry. Uh, move this. So uh, number three. Number three here. For the crime of spreading his socialist health care agenda, Jimmy Kimmel is hereby sentenced to 10 years hard labor. Labor. Uh, what's, do I read all oh, these? No, yeah, that's just, that's the sentence. So those are just some bullet points. Uh, Jimmy kills pu- Jimmy Kimmel is pun with a fuck. Yeah, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel is punching back. Thank you for taking that away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh after he came back after his uh kid almost died or whatever and then he or whatever, he took yeah. the rest of the week off and then he came back and uh he made an apology which, you know, I this gets like the grade A stamp stamp of thought cops approval apology. He says uh I would like to apologize for saying that children in America should have health care. It was insensitive. It was offensive. And I hope you can find it in your heart to forgive me. <laughs> so that's that's a classic grade A. It, it's not it's not at all accepted. You're still getting 10 years of hard labor. Right, he had but... his fingers crossed behind his back. <laughs> you could tell he didn't mean it. Uh, for the crime of being a smug liberal, uh, Samantha B is hereby sentenced to gluing her eyeballs to her eyelids so that she can no longer roll her eyes. <laughs> so I guess it is a problem, and we're taking care of it. There's one more. There's one more. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> for the crime of making a stupid, pretentious comic about how much better creative people are than ordinary, stupid, fucking peanut brain people, <laughs> the website Brightside is hereby sentenced to heavy psychotropic medication. That, what you're describing, is not creativity. It is a learning disorder. 
Learn the difference. <laughs> Show news. Just uh, would you quit reading it like it's a fucking uh, like it's a what what the fucking I can't even teleprompter. Think. Yeah, the teleprompter. You got See, you Ron took it away Burgundy from me. syndrome. <laughs> you took that away from me, and now we're. <laughs> Uh, so we have uh, over 300 downloads, which, mm, again, I don't know if that's go. good or bad. It's more than I thought we'd have by now. Um, some of the stats yeah. are incredible. Um, yeah, uh, just it, just in case anybody is listening to it, and I don't know if this fucked up anybody's like feed or podcast app at all or anything, but I had to re-upload a bunch of the audio files because I wasn't filling out the ID3 tags because... I didn't know that that was a thing that you oh, needed yeah, to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Forgot to mention that. <laughs> so, uh, I, sorry if that fucks anything up. I don't know. But uh, we like we have a strange number of downloads from, like, we have, like, 40, 40 downloads from California and 40 from Virginia. And I don't know anybody mm. from either of those two states that listen to this. So, that's, like, unique. Because those, those are, are the, the big two... wigs in L.A. listening, and they're like, ooh, let's get these guys a show on... Uh... The, Snapchat. The big wigs yeah. of Virginia. You got to get these guys viral. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're saying. And uh, we have, I don't know if these are bots or not, but we have like 10 downloads from South Korea. Southern Korea. Down south. Yeah. So uh, I guess we can, uh, do you want to move to the stories or do you want to do the uh, the Trump tweets bit? Um, Let's. Let's do the Trump tweets bit at the end. Okay. That's a little teaser for the end. We have an exciting new bit we're planning um, called Trump tweets. Uh, Donald Trump's been in the news, and we're going to read some of his tweets. Yeah, that's... Well, yeah, I don't want to ruin it. Um, <laughs> sort of incredible. So, uh, first up, um, we were talking about this a little earlier. Uh, you guys saw the symbol that Alex Jones made? Right, yeah, that's the the no, I'm the artist formerly known as Alex Jones. He's <laughs> he's going by this shitty little symbol he drew on his uh, smartphone. So like literally go on Google and just type in like Alex Jones symbol. He says, "Close your smegma tab." Yeah. Open. <laughs> <laughs> he goes uh he goes on Twitter, he draws this stupid fucking symbol um and he goes, "This is a symbol to illustrate humankind transcendent." The synthetic VR being pulled over our collective souls. Which, I don't know what the fuck that means. And well, I don't think anybody knew what it meant. I like to imagine that now that his kids are gone, like, they're at home, like, <laughs> <laughs> they, they miss their dad and they're making, like, macaroni pictures of that symbol. <laughs> like, dad, come home. Like, glue and old uh, hard macaroni. Need to keep them safe from the psychic vampires. <laughs> um... I had a I had an interesting story uh with this tweet uh because if you if you follow us online at, at real thought cops um because I've thought been, cops was taken yeah thought cops was taken and so was like think police wait isn't Donald Trump real Donald Trump yeah that's why I did it okay so it's sort of an homage real Donald <laughs> Trump uh real James Woods um so I've been I've been tweeting at a lot of celebrities, uh, Joe Rogan. I've been tweeting just pictures of because uh, Gordon Ramsay got in trouble a couple of weeks ago for that Indian food. And joke we that he we made. spoke about that at, uh, yeah. at length. Episode uh, ten or so. <laughs> and uh, download them all to find out. I've been tweeting at Gordon Ramsay just pictures of like a bottle of water, like "Hey, Gordon Ramsay, rate this bottle of water." And it, like nobody's been responding, but we've been collecting some followers. But so I, I responded. Joe Rogan retweeted the stupid fucking symbol, 
Uh, he said, I told you not to eat the whole gummy bear. And I saw that and I responded right away with, um, nobody tells Alex Jones what to do. He's a pioneer and an explorer. And I got like a shit ton of likes for that. Like, I I don't use Twitter that often, you know. So I got like 70 or 80 likes and I was and like, you oh, almost shit. went viral. You, yeah. you got some people uh, retweeting and yeah. uh, you got some you got some response on this was this was uh, pretty incredible to see. Yeah. And so I just wanted to take this time to read. Uh, this, so I replied to Joe Rogan and this guy at Sirius Sea Star responds to me in like 10 different 10 or 12 or 14 different tweets that tell this like fucking Tom Clancy novel of a story. And I just figured I would read this live on air. Please. Okay. So um, it starts, uh, you know, the stage is set, the curtains drop. Um, Twitter.com homepage. <laughs> Begin. Jones, nothing more than a user. As a thought cop, he is to hold all controls. Then he missteps. I misspoke. Have mercy on my hand pleasers. <laughs> the fuck is a hand pleaser <laughs> that's confusing it's everyone must please him or he throws a fit out the window I just got hot under that collarbone just can't hide how I shove blame again like it, these sentences don't even make sense uh, my next tangent he says we'll disclose fa- I can't do this voice we'll disclose facts true or not no one else should know but somehow I know them and tough to all those losers. The wire's been all around him, so who are his true friends now? Some get paid to inform on him. The others are sitting behind his screen, so... When it gets too hot to tow, who will he tell on first? <laughs> I'm having a hard time getting through this. Like, so... This guy just kept tweet like I kept getting responses throughout the day adding to this fucking story. He loves to bite at his enemies he considers his friends for thirst. Yeah, he messed it. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he has so many times disrespected this one FBI informant. Whatever he deserves, he has willed it. Who to save? Them or him? Nobody tells Alex Jones what to do. He's a pioneer, an explorer. Yeah. Sure. Bill Hicks, what a career. Sure fun to be a fun entertainer. I think I know who this was. Do you? I think it was our uh, Korean fan base because it's written in broken English. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think, I don't know, maybe whoever this was went to our page and I'm almost offended that they uh, posit that Alex Jones is a thought cop. Yeah, he he didn't get accepted into the program. Again, at... at Sirius C Star seventy seven. Hmm. So I don't know if you guys have anything else to add to that. That was just my experience with Twitter. That I was won't an, be going back on. No, you that gotta, was enough. Th- that was um interesting to see, and it's it's always nice to get some feedback from our <laughs> listeners abroad. <laughs> so um, well, if you have anything similar you ever want to let us know, feel free to sound off in the comments. Uh, Real, we'll we'll read it. Yeah, if you're be we'll as be as vague as possible, of course. Uh, so, yep, Alex Jones, or the or like I said, the artist formerly known as uh, what it, something about VR. I don't know, I don't know. Red pill, so, black pill. So, is this thing that we're living in a simulation? 
Am I getting this yeah. right? I think so. Yeah, he's getting high on that simulation theory, uh, yeah. theory sort of thing. Yeah, and there's uh, psychic demons between the fifth and sixth dimension that bleed into. This was all on the Joe Rogan podcast. Okay. So, and yeah. so, uh, what's Joe Rogan's role in this? Is he like a supporter? Like, is he like an? Is he egg him on? He's in- like his friend. Like actually, yeah, yeah, actually. Okay, like they're friends. <laughs> I yeah. Everything's a performance nowadays. You yeah, know? it's yeah. like it's pretty impressive. You know, we don't know what's true. Oh, it gets views. Well, I mean, that's he tried to tell the court he was a performance artist, and yeah. they still took his kids away. <laughs> so because the courts haven't caught up, you know, yeah. to modern modern labors, modern art. No modern pioneers art. in the courts. Uh, we'll move on to this next one. This this one it kicks ass. Uh, Chris Pratt made a video this week telling people to listen and turn the volume up. So he had some uh, video probably promoting his new movie, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, And he, you know, I guess the video had some poor audio. So he said, uh, make sure you turn the volume up so you can hear. Um, Of course, this was ableist. Uh, People were angry because... Oh, wait a second. Is he talking about deaf people? Uh, no, he just has a horrible connection. And he wanted his fans to hear exactly what it was he had to say about Baby Groot. So, or whatever the fuck it is. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he took the video down, scrubbed it from the web, and he apologized in sign language to people who may have watched it who are deaf. Which made people mad, obviously. Yeah, so people people were mad, so he took the original video down, and then he made the sign language video, and it made people more mad. Mm. Just spiraling I, out of control. Yeah. Probably just shouldn't say anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you can't hear this podcast, you probably want to turn the volume up. <laughs> <laughs> For those that missed it, Kevin just signed uh, his apology, by yeah. the way. No, did he learn sign language for that video? I don't know. Because that's... I feel like that's a separate effort that like you have to it, put in. Yeah, you know? we can like so. This is this is what the video sounds like. <laughs> no, he definitely learned this for. The like video. it looks like he's reading from the screen. Like he, he's looking at instructions mm, on how to. Yeah, maybe he's just m- it? mirroring like a Skype call with somebody. I'm not. I'm not particularly sure. That looks like second grade level reading level. <laughs> I had to say. I mean, it's just like, I... was this at all necessary, you know, to do this? Well, I mean, I assume it's like his publicist. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. having that job nowadays, like a publicist for a comedian? Oh, oh my God. God. Like, you'd have to, that's rough. That's a rough gig. No. Yeah. No wins. This oh. video is a PR nightmare. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Favorite phrase. So, uh, obviously, this isn't hurting anybody, but it just just embarrassing i mean but it's like when stuff like this happens it's like you you look at it and you're just like do you think that he like meant to like piss a bunch of people off like i'm mad because he's making me look like a dick for being mad about it (laughs) yeah (laughs) how do these things get traction i'm just gonna put that one out there like like there has to be other videos where people said turn up your volume yeah you know i i think because Chris Pratt is known for being such an altruist. Mm. He's always so he's a target. Yeah, he's got a target on his back. Manipulate it. He's easy to manipulate. He's malleable. 
and people people can smell that from uh, his stage per, his stage presence. Would you mm. stop bullying the guy? <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so uh, Chris Pratt, um, come a long way since Parks and Recreation. Um, haven't it, seen your new movie. But it was a good career. Yeah, I'm sorry. it was. But you just blew it. Yep. I just saw the first one yesterday. The first uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's all right. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. I, I thought I'll keep this short. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like uh, Star Wars light. Mm. I don't know. It felt very Star Warsy to me, but like, I don't know. Yeah. No. Not. Uh, I said I keep it light. <laughs> uh, so, um, Rob, other, Robbie, you want to you, you throw us into this one? Just read, just read those four words on number three. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> four words here. Number three, Pepe the Frog dies. Rest He's in dead. peace. Kevin, you said you used to read that uh, that comic. Yeah, that I used to see him get posted online. From. Uh, Boys Club, I think. It, yeah, Boys yeah. Club. It was called. Uh, it just odd absurdist humor uh pretty funny stuff just about these uh anthropomorphic i guess sort of creatures living in this house together he said he made it based on living with his friends i think in college Mm -hmm. and after college and stuff just about like i don't know but then of course like years later uh the pepe uh there was a comic where pepe was in the bathroom with his pants down to his ankles and he was like peeing and he had a shirt up like this (laughs) he's peeing in the toilet and then his friend walks in on him. He's like, he's like, whoa, what are you doing? And he's like, feels good, yeah, man. Feels good, man. And that feels good, man phrase is, or uh, comic panel was um, thrust in, into the internet limelight, uh, quickly went viral and uh, became a meme. Everybody's like, oh, rare Pepe and stuff. And uh, drawing Pepe is like all different kinds of things. And eventually uh, drawing Pepe as Hitler, drawing Pepe as... Uh, Donald Trump, and uh, for some reason, that was all that Pepe was drawn at as for quite a while. And um, the all right, like 4chan and shit like that, where all great things are born. And um, so Pepe was appropriated uh, by that culture, and uh, it all came to a screeching uh, halt. No, it didn't come to a halt. Uh, came to a burning uh, sensation. When Hillary Clinton publicly announced that Pepe the Frog was an alt-right symbol. You've heard about this before, so I'll... uh, Just came to a head and it popped. Like a big, disgusting zit. And uh, Matt Fury, the creator, had been interviewed and he was, of course, upset because he's like, well, I'm not an alt-right guy and I'm not really happy that... He doesn't talk like that, I'm sure. But he was was just upset. I don't know what he sounds like. I don't know. I'm assuming... And he was upset that his uh, cartoon frog was appropriated to be uh, a legally a sanctioned hate, of, same, yeah. hate symbol, uh, which is just a really weird thing to think about. Like, imagine just drawing some goofy thing and like 10 years later, it's like, <laughs> well, and I always think like you could do that for anything. You just like draw Mickey Mouse with like uh, a Ku Klux Klan thing on with like two ears, you know, poking right, out. Right. And it's like, so what what isn't a hate symbol if somebody just takes it mm. you know yeah I, I don't know i just i just don't know man it's just a very strange but it's been a very strange year and uh so 
uh, Matt Fury did what he thought was right, and he made a comic where he killed Pepe. Pepe, he's dead now. Um, he was at the fu- he was at a funeral. He's in a casket. Mm. He's dead. Mm. He croaked. <laughs> what I'm not looking forward to is like in the future we're gonna have to explain <laughs> Pepe. You know, yeah. like <clears throat> even like five years from now, I don't know it. I I couldn't explain it now. I didn't like explaining it just now. Yeah, <laughs> right. It, it felt dr- like you know, for us it was like, oh, you know, like '80s hair wasn't that weird, or like Rubik's cubes. And then this generation, like, there's not <laughs> yeah. really a fashion thing to like really call out, but it'll be like, yeah. what was this? And you'd have to be like, I don't know. Yeah. But then we had President Trump. <laughs> yep. You know, and then he got, and then he killed him. Or like when people uh, make those photos of like your grandma back in like 1912 and it's like her like, you know, dressed up and taking like a straight on picture like this with like she, you know, making no facial expression. And it's like, that's your grandma. And now like the two generations down the line, everyone's going to look back at pictures of their grandma and it's going to be like a naked picture on Instagram. Yeah. Like, how the fuck do we explain this? People are running for president. It's like, oh, how come there's a picture of you when you were 19 with a red solo cup filled with beer? Yeah. yeah everyone's, everyone who, it's going to reach a point where everyone who's running for president is going to have like a Facebook and a Twitter that you can like go through the history of, like go back to like 2008 and like look up what they were doing in fucking like high school. You know, that's I, a scary thought. I feel like our generation will not be too judgmental <laughs> yeah. i say that but you know but it's gonna take some time i think we're gonna have some trouble with leaders from the millennial generation because the older people are gonna be like yeah they're you gonna did be like what? how I'm... the fuck <laughs> how could you do this yeah how could you retweet that joke from 2013 and then you're gonna have to you know defend all your jokes yeah yeah uh i guess that's the thing they say you know uh we talk about comedy being acceptable and such and some of the other episodes um i don't know uh pepe is he the new blackface i don't know we'll see when halloween comes around that'll be the real real test yeah people dressing up as pepe dead dead pepe there's a good halloween costume yeah you heard it here first yes dead pepe if only it was october now because people will forget what this is in like a week (laughs) just like just use hashtag dead pepe yeah, it'll live forever on on Twitter. Good luck with your Ken Bone co- Halloween <laughs> costume in 2018. Uh, <laughs> this is a this is a fun one. Uh, do I have this open? Yeah. So I saw this kind of making the rounds, uh, and I've seen articles like this before. And of course, like people pass it around, just fucking like, what what is this? Mm-hmm. What are you What are you guys doing? Uh, so the the headline of this article is saying your dog is your baby is an insult to mothers everywhere. <laughs> Not to mention fathers, I suppose. Mm. Mothers, Mo- mothers have babies. Fathers, uh, I, I, I don't. Fathers have know. children. <laughs> <laughs> fathers have liabilities. So it goes. Oh my god, dependents. Yeah, you cannot claim a dog as a dependent. <laughs> it is not your baby. It did not come out of your pussy. So uh, I have heard people say this. Uh, I have heard people say, oh, that's my baby. Or even worse yet, their fur baby. Mm. Um, that's disgusting. That's a disgusting <laughs> way to refer to anything that's yeah. alive. So uh, people are upset. 
Well, again, it's it's again one of the it spirals out of control because somebody writes this, which is obviously like an outraged response to people doing this, and then people share it. Like, look at these fucking assholes telling me what I can and can't call my dog. I think this intro perfectly sets up the tone of the article. I have a dog, two dogs, in fact. <laughs> Just shut up right there. <laughs> it's the, uh, it's the, the pet owning version of i have a black friend but let me tell <laughs> you that two in fact you know who they should have interviewed is someone that named their dog baby that right i think i know someone who had a cat named baby so what do you do, what fun. do you do there yeah i mean it's going to grow up and it's going to be embarrassed to have that name <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get made fun of at this yeah. at the dog park exactly you got to think about that kind of stuff before you name your pets yeah so what are what are the other pets going to think about it how are they gonna bully him pick on him they're not gonna sniff their ass it's low so um i don't know this is uh this is a take this isn't quite this isn't uh this isn't a hot take it's a cold take um i love these inserts getting a dog just doesn't stack up uh I don't want to spend too much more time on this because it's like, what What else? Like This article is I'll, shockingly long. <laughs> it is very long. Look at how fucking oh. long this is. So, I, I, oh. like, why why do people feel the need to even have an opinion on this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. There's some sort of, like, weird, like, psychology happening in America. There is. Like, a, it's called a, blogging. <laughs> like, opinion, having an opinion shows that you're you're in the know, but it doesn't, like... It doesn't matter what you're in the know on, because you could be in the know on a million different things. You know yes, these are I'm people. Who, they want to be interesting. They want to be unique. And these people are fucking vampires. This person just—they're they're sitting around. This is their. It's disgusting that they probably got paid money for this. <laughs> and like, I, I think I bring that up like that for the past five episodes. You're, have, you're I, saying the person writing the article. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's where your that's where your thought cop. Uh, you know, or just like me as a person, I think the last five like episodes of playing, just, they get paid money for doing this, and I have to go to my job. <laughs> <laughs> but really, fuck them. This is disgusting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't have an opinion on this. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and there's like there's uh, there's another podcast that uh, we both listen to. Kevin and I both listen to. Uh, I don't want to be giving people free hits no. or nothing. But no more, uh, no more of that. Like the 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 host of the show was talking about like people with their strong opinions and like. You think your opinion is so important, like, let's say you're just very staunchly, uh, like, anti-abortion, you're very pro-life. Uh, just one day, just, like, just be like, oh, well, today I'm gonna be pro-choice, and, like, sit there and watch TV and go about the rest of your life as if your opinion fucking matters, you know? And it's like, if you think about something that is very controversial like that, and you're like, I can... I can go tomorrow and I'll be I'll be uh, pro-choice and I'll go to the grocery store and I'll get my groceries and I'll walk around and just in my mind I'll be pro-choice. But it, and it's like it, it bears no consequence on anything except for like obviously when you vote and shit like that. And it's like that's a controversial opinion. And we're talking about saying your dog is your baby. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at work every day and in my head I'm going dogs are not babies. Dogs are not babies. <laughs> And I just like, do my job. Like, if you're thinking this, just just don't. Just the next day, just take this blog post down. There's, it has no bearing on the world. I would recommend printing this out and uh, putting it in the toilet. And <laughs> I, no, I think I think 
any article that says blank is an insult to moms right there you're gonna that's that's a hit that's a hit article yeah you know like that's maybe that's where the opinions are coming from. protect like, the moms yeah exactly there's a visceral emotional response like hey you don't insult my mom yeah. that way calling your dog baby everyone has a mom yeah but though how though they do say that a female dog is a bitch right how do you describe son of a bitch mm. now we're gonna see. have to change that that's offensive on that note um i don't want to talk about this anymore i'm <laughs> very sick of talking about this uh let's talk about something better uh, or tangential at least nah. um <laughs> bill maher <laughs> bill maher crosses the line with an insult joke an incest joke an insult, insult. an insult an insulting, an insulting incest, incest joke, joke about uh the one and only ivanka trump so everybody's got their take on trump don't they who doesn't uh bill maher definitely does and he says that it's disgusting how it seems like uh donald trump wants to date his daughter have you heard about this one have you heard this have you seen this (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know they're gonna fuck or not i'm tired (laughs) of this man yeah there's a tension there that Keeps me keeps me tuned in. Well, yeah, he, exactly. Week after week. Yeah, he's all about season. ratings, you know. That yeah, makes yeah, sense. that's like, true. You know, what's more, what's what's a better plot line than a incest tension? You know, tell me that. Yeah, you know, it's like Game of Thrones, all right? Um, yeah, that's, and it, like the Daily Show had that long compilation segment where it was like, "Don't forget, Donald Trump wants to bang his daughter." Where they took all of the, all of the times where he made like a uh, joke saying, uh yeah, she's really something. What a beauty that one. Uh, if I weren't happily married and, you know, her father. <laughs> or he goes, uh, when he was on The View like a decade ago, they asked him like what him and his daughter had in common. And he goes, well, I wish I could say sex. You basically just did. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so Bill Maher makes a joke about it. He goes, uh he he's like making a jerk off motion and he goes oh daddy oh daddy and people get like upset like rush limbaugh was really upset that he made that joke and it's like dude he said the thing he said the thing already he said these things he's just repeating what he's saying yeah and once again this is like a comedian mm-hmm. being yeah. held to some like weird standard yeah you know like oh we only need polite comedians in this in this world clean you know? humor uh <laughs> dan Nynon kind of stuff yeah which is what bill maher is known for is clean yeah, hbo yeah humor. absolutely yeah and clean were, christian humor <laughs> yeah people were drawing parallels between this and the uh stephen colbert thing they're just getting well did you guys see newt gingrich talking about um i try not to watch the television when newt gingrich <laughs> is on the television uh who was someone did like a, a review of Oh, it was, it was Jimmy Kimmel when Jimmy Kimmel did his like response to the healthcare thing. Yeah, uh, Newt Gingrich yeah, is like yeah. saying like, yeah, like the problem is these guys aren't funny; they're just angry or whatever. Uh, I which, think the problem is Newt Gingrich isn't funny. Right. Same with Rush Limbaugh, and he, Rush Limbaugh is just like known for just being like rude and angry. Yeah. So I don't. It's like a weird time to have those guys complaining about their. You know what it is? They're probably upset that people are infringing on their market. You know, like mean political. Here we go. Here's a theory to drop. Yeah. Ooh, we're getting into a 
is Rush Limbaugh really just upset at Bill Maher, you know, for potentially cutting into his audience, you know? He's upset at Bill Maher for having fun. Mm. He doesn't like it when people are Well, they kind of have, like, opposite audiences, you know, with Bill Maher being more on the left side of the spectrum and Rush Limbaugh being more on the right, but they are two bombastically politically active Yeah, but what about the angry, just people screaming audience, you know? Would you guys go as far as to say that they're two sides of the same coin? Mm-hmm perhaps no who's the who's the liberal equivalent of rush limbaugh what Uh, was that show on msnbc with that guy with the slicked back hair honestly uh uh, keith olbermann well yeah that would work probably i don't know that's your you know two sides of the same coin uh (laughs) for the sake of moving on yes okay (laughs) anything else too uh maybe uh trump is playing some eight-dimensional chess that, you, you, right. you guys ever see that excuse? People like, oh, he, no, he's playing 7D chess right now. He's just, yeah. he's he's so many moves ahead. I mean, it's just, it's like, it, I don't know. If this were to be like anybody else, like, and I hate to just use Obama because that's like the, well, what if you did it about Obama? But like George Bush or George Bush Sr., if he was like doing these jokes, it'd be like a little weird. But considering the fact that before he was president he was a celebrity and he kept, he kept making these jokes about sex with his daughter i don't see how it's really like oh it's insulting to the president like who who fucking cares i think stupid is the new smart and i think donald trump is like the epitome of that thing you know what i'm saying everything is so stupid now that if you're stupid you come across as smart uh, kind of in an idiot idiocracy sort of way. So with this one, it's like perfect example. Like, is is everyone just acting stupid about this? Well, there was um, Ignite. yeah, there there there's this weird uh, kind of cultural. Uh, I'll use this word meme mm. where everyone has like the idea of like the elitist that you know, especially it was mostly thrown on like liberals, uh, people that are more liberal like oh you're you're a new york elite or you're a liberal yeah kimmel got called an elitist creep yeah yeah (laughs) exactly and it's just like so the person like like i you know i don't fucking want to get into politics at all not that we already haven't but um it's like there's that weird sense of like looking down on people that like want to try and like know things or make good coherent arguments yeah i agree it's like yeah where it's ba- like you can just basic yell rationality them. or like pursuit of knowledge is now seen as like a smug enterprise yeah. or like yeah so i yeah. I, I can't even think like because you can even push that against liberals but i remember like uh ted cruz back in the primary is like trying to I, and i don't know why the fuck he did it but trying to go in uh into this crowd and like debate a trump supporter <laughs> and he's just like now listen like the constitution very clearly says this and the guy's just going you're a liar ted <laughs> like he, where it's like everyone's like you and can't even know things ted comes from yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like i don't even fucking like ted cruz but it's like jesus christ at least at least he like sounded like he knew the thoughts that were coming out of his mouth and then this guy's going ah build the wall and it's like oh well let the boy speak that's how uh that's how discourses become in the country well Speaking of discourse, um, this the CEO of YouTube.com got interrupted. Did you hear about this one? <laughs> uh, somebody interrupted uh, Susan 
Wojcicki in an interview. <laughs> That's, I think, the closest you're going to get. I think I did pretty good. She, she was in an she was in an interview, and they asked her like, "Oh, what are you know? What are the? How's it difficult being like a female CEO?" And she's like, "Sometimes people interrupt me, and it's a microaggression. People didn't like that. Not to be confused with a macroaggression, of course, which is just punching somebody in the face, right? Or saying, "Shut up, <laughs> shut up, woman, sit down." You know, <laughs> macro, macro, macro. Yeah. So. Uh, she says she got treated a certain way, um, getting interrupted. Uh, speaking of interruptions, um, I was watching a YouTube video the other day and there was five ads on it. (laughs) 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 Waiting to say that all hour. (laughs) I'm not getting YouTube bread. Not paying for that. Yeah, what's the, yeah, what's the do? It's a subscription YouTube service. It's I think a and porn you- website, right? <laughs> you porn, RedTube. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you can pay money so to not get ads, not get ads, video. and you can also like, you know how when you're watching a YouTube video on your snazzy iPhone, yeah. and you put it on hold mode, so it goes away. Uh, uh, yeah. it goes away. Uh, you can't listen to any of the content on the uh, video when your mm. phone is. In yeah. uh, sleep mode? I, yeah. I don't know what you yeah. call it. Because yeah. I'll always like be Locked. listening to like something on YouTube and I'll turn off the screen and it like shuts the audio off. And mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn it, I keep forgetting. Mm. But YouTube Red wouldn't do that? Apparently not. Yeah. Wow, tricky. What so, a feature. If you like your videos without video, <laughs> check out YouTube Red. Well, a lot of people put podcasts and shit on there. So True. Like my old podcast, they got taken off YouTube for some reason. They we ha- we recorded fifty episodes of Film Dungeon, and they were on YouTube until one day they weren't, and uh, which I didn't know until one of my friends told me. And I went on the channel and I appealed, and I was like, I don't you know, don't know what I did. All the music was done by us. All the content was by us. There was nothing copyrighted, and they're like, you broke one of our rules. And I and I said, well, which one do we break? And they sent me a list of thirty rules, and they said, <laughs> one of these. <laughs> and they, you pick. I, I never got it back. Mm. Um. So I became a thought cop. So <laughs> that's a fantastic origin story. Yeah, yeah. All to take down Susan Wojcicki. Wojcicki. Speaking of videos, um, it's movie Orient Express. It's a new new remake of the Orient Express is coming out. Um, Rebecca Theodore, who is a writer for Entertainment Weekly, Forbes, New York Times, uh, showed some dismay that there were no Asians in the Orient Express. Hmm. I don't know if you know uh, you guys know this or not, but I wonder if this is there the weren't same. in the original, and there weren't in the book either. I don't believe <laughs> because it's a remake of a movie of a train line that went through Europe. <laughs> not to say that there were no Asians in Europe. But I believe that's primarily white. It's gotta, not. It's not going through China, and it's like, oh, it's all white people in China. There was probably at least one Asian person on that train. There could. I never fucking saw it. There's probably some statistics to prove that. I, I'm always curious about like the picking your battles on this one. Like you, the best case scenario, what they change and they add a couple of Asian actors into this yeah. movie. Like, uh-huh. is that really going to make the world that much better a place? Like, I'm I'm totally for diversity in films. Yeah, and, you know, whatever. But it's like criticizing a film for not having 
Asian, like something like the Orient Express, we're not having Asian actors. I don't know. It's kind of like a weird battle to wage, but I'm not, I'm not on those front lines, you know? I'm yeah, not making right. those, I'm not making those decisions. I'm only policing them, really. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's like Ghost in the Shell. Uh, Scarlett Johansson isn't a cartoon character. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they whitewashing cartoon characters? Yeah. I guess to be fair though, um, I think she had a Japanese name. You know what was weird? Uh, did you guys see that fucking, what's that awful, awful movie with, uh, Benedict, uh, Cucumber? Uh, uh, uh not oh, Guardians Strange. of the Galaxy. Doctor, yeah. Doctor Strange, yeah. So they, um... Oh, I've been like wanting to talk about this on this show. Uh, so Doctor Strange, did you guys see it? I I have not seen Doctor no. Strange. Don't fucking bother. It was <laughs> fucking terrible. Just like no, no, not a single person in that movie was likable. Like uh, nothing about it. Like the visuals were cool, and that was it. But um, Doctor Strange learns all of his interdimensional cyber demon shit from uh like who's supposed to be like the the chosen one or the golden one the whatever the fuck and it's supposed to be this old like the cartoon was written in like the 70s or the 60s or something um and it was supposed to be this old like asian stereotypical uh like tibetan like uh buddhist monk guy you know with probably like uh racist like Fu Manchu <laughs> mustache and everything. Yes. And so they went, you know, this is a little bit caricature-y. So um so we're not gonna go with this. Like what we're gonna do instead is we're gonna put um what's that chick's name? Tilda Swinton. Yeah, Tilda Swinton is going to be uh this this monk. And so there was like this weird uh email exchange between her and Oh yeah, some guy. I remember the story. Now, um, fuck. I, I just want to say up. real quick. I'm surprised the MRAs didn't get mad about that because they uh, woman washed the part of a man because mm. he's supposed to be a man. I don't hear too much from them. Yeah, they're kind of quiet. <laughs> well, Pepe's dead now, man. Yeah, Margaret Cho. Uh, so Margaret Cho took offense, and they're like they they printed out these emails and there was like this back and forth of margaret cho being like this was supposed to be an asian role you whitewashed an asian role and she's saying well the movie studio came to me wanted to put me in this role um and as opposed to doing this kind of like racist caricature of like the old chinese wise man kind of thing you know and so it was like and this happened a number of months ago but i thought it was like really interesting um and put the and put this article up online, but uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that. I kind of rambled for a while, and eh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I I still go back to like really how influential are these things? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, who the dea- fuck is Doctor <laughs> Strange? Well, like, well, it's like we're dealing with a world of like President Trump now, and just like ridiculous stuff happening. Yeah. And well, and this was before like, that. This was before that. I, dogs yeah, being I called just, babies. Dogs, right. Babies this, being called. It's dogs. a crazy world, <laughs> you know. Not to, and I don't mean in any way to minimize yeah. this sort of stuff, but it's kind of like you got it. Like once again, picking your battles in terms of like discriminatory power. It yeah. seems like right, right. Come on, like there's, there's, there's way more destructive things happening yeah. to kids know, are dying in wars overseas and we're Americans. like uh yeah. Yeah. my comic book movie <laughs> <laughs>
not to diminish whatever i don't yeah like not I to hate, dimin- i don't whatever you know the fuck i mean, I mean. it's like read the, between the lines it, yeah the entire point of this podcast is to kind of like take this stuff and like pick it apart and like with picking it apart it like kind of diminish diminishes it a little bit and i'd like hate to fucking do that because it's like obviously there's some problems uh with like film diversity and with representation and definitely. shit like that and it's like i definitely want more like uh more diversity in films and shit like that and like i think it's important but also at the same time like yeah there are like this is a weird example but there are other like examples where it's like i don't know there there's a new even with uh like that power ranger movie that came out Mm. they stuck like one lgbt character in the movie and like to the point where uh like lgbt groups were like upset because they're like well you didn't like flesh out her backstory so you were kind of like queer baiting like was the term that Mm. they used like you just put a person in there called them gay and then (laughs) didn't do anything else and it's like it's to the point where the outrage is at the outrage of the lack of outrage of the outrage you know I, like it's gone all the it way is. fucking around. I always wonder, like, why? Like, to me, one of the big problems is like the power structure of Hollywood itself. Like, I'd like to see way more female directors and Asian American directors telling interesting stories. Yeah. Like, that's to me, like, what has like more power. Like things like Brokeback Mountain getting made, or you know, like Moonlight winning Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what because of like the you know who's able to make it, not necessarily yeah. like the big comic book giant piece of capitalism franchise thing that's like oh you know and it just like waters everything down because now everything's a fucking comic book movie yeah and it's like there's no like it's like show your kids moonlight you know and then like the idea of like cinematography as like being some form of art is just like i got a lightsaber and i'm punching you in the (laughs) dick with it for fucking 30 years we have these movies for 30 years i'm gonna hit you in the dick with this lightsaber from star wars we're making star wars for the next 30 years cha-ching yeah but they got some diversity so it's all good yeah star wars uh yeah outer space crazy stuff i think that that pretty much brings us where we uh where we kind of started on uh guardians of the galaxy Mm. aka star wars so i also got that last story to talk about today um oh did you want to talk about it you know, well, eh, we're kind of running short on time. Are we? What time are we at? That's ah, up to you. I'll talk about it real quick. Uh, so, if you're not happy with your current president, someone else is throwing their hat in the ring, and his name is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, because who isn't running for president these days? Um, it just, it's annoying. It's annoying. Uh, let me find a quote here. I wanted to read from the man himself, The Rock, uh, star of Fast and the Furious. He's the uh, highest-grossing actor. Do you know? Is he really? Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, nothing against him. Uh, this article uh, from GQ: No one gets up earlier than Dwayne Johnson, or goes to bed later, or is more awake during the hours in between. No one in Hollywood is more buff, more driven, or gets paid better. The man has so much charisma and ambition; he can do anything: comedy, action. Pretty little cartoon voices. Some people could even say he could be president. That's where I stopped reading. <laughs> uh, everybody wants to be like it's like I said before. Like all these things that start off as joke, like oh pizza day, puppy day, cat day, donut day, and they're like oh isn't that funny? Isn't every day a holiday now? And then we all you know all turn our noses up at it, and like all of a sudden it's 2017, and you're like, yeah. did you get pizza on pizza day? Did you get taco on taco day? <laughs> they're distracting us from the psychic vampires that are pulling the strings behind the scenes. 
So, it's always a joke until it's not. Uh, we going to vote for The Rock uh, in 2020? I'm just, I'm going to write in myself. I'm not going to vote. Write my, in my I'm just not going to vote. I'm more looking forward to his campaign, and then I'll make up my mind, you know? He's going to be like, oh, you smell, you smell what the president is cooking? <laughs> yeah, right. Know. Not, not a very funny thing Ramsey to say. Or, something. or Paula Dean, that would be a ticket, you know, and they could do like a cooking thing. She's got a dark past. She does. But, and there's like, there's but that think weird... about that southern base that would, you know, rally behind. That's true. You know? Yeah. That's what... That's what think about Trump, those White you know. House meals. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, so that's my rock story. Well, uh, after, after Trump got elected, uh, fucking... Uh, my favorite documentary filmmaker, Michael Moore, got on the television. Uh, I had to kind of move the frame back a little, but uh, he got on the he got on the television and he goes, uh, "Well, you know the the Republicans they run Donald Trump, and like regardless of the fact that he's not a well liked person, like he's a charismatic celebrity, like why don't we run like Oprah or uh, Tom Cruise or someone like that?" And the person like laughed at it, and he's like. No, I'm serious. Like we, we need to run <laughs> Oprah and Tom Cruise, and it's like Jesus fucking no, no, yeah, yeah, we there's, don't. There's been Oprah chatter before. Yeah, that's been kind of going on for a while, and I don't think she wants it, and I don't want it. Like if you're gonna do it, like run for Senate first. I'm fine with that. I am fine with that. Oprah for governor of Illinois. Mm, why not? Just another billionaire to add to the ticket. <laughs> Speaking of billionaires. Uh, you want me to? Let's go to our uh, new segment on Thought Cops. Uh, it's called Trump Tweets. Welcome to Trump Tweets. Donald Trump took to Twitter today. And he said some stuff, and people were kind of mad about it, and some people just didn't know what to say about it. Donald Trump likes to use Twitter pretty often, and he's got a lot of followers. That was Trump tweets. I hope you liked it. Uh, we'll be doing that every week. We're covering what the president has to say and uh, everything that sort of surrounds the event. All right. Uh, any closing thoughts? I think that I'd like to thank up. Robbie for coming mm, on. Yeah, thank uh, you. Welcome, Robbie. Uh, Robbie. Again, I like to pretend like we're a legitimate podcast. Uh, Robbie, anything you want to plug? Any projects? Um, uh, I'm in a band. I can plug that. Do Dirt, it. Yeah, the, the Dirty Nines is the name of the band. We're on Spotify, which I think Ooh. is like... The new okay, new, okay. You know, yeah, it's the new bar to, to, to climb or pass. It's the new bar to, to play jump. at. Spotify. Yeah, oh. yeah, we're, yeah, that's right. We're on Spotify. The, the roof. Is that the spelled normal? Dirty, dirty Nines? Uh, it is. Dirty Nines, yeah. Okay. We, for a while, we were flirting with the, like, do a nine instead I, of the yeah, end. Yeah, I thought yeah, I saw that no, once. We yeah, cut um, that. We cut that. Mm. Too confusing. You cool. gotta, you gotta stay on, on message, you know. Yeah, so that's my band. And we'll you guys up. play around in Chicago? We do. Yeah. We do indeed. So you can go to our website, thedirtynines.com, or the Facebook page. You know, get some like, updates. Like, comment, subscribe, right. of course. Like, like comment, subscribe. Uh, don't forget to do that to our page as well. And don't forget to maybe check out Movedia. Yes. Uh, for some movie news from a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
as well, don't forget to check out my podcast. Uh, the videos are all gone. <laughs> if you want them, um, the you, have rules, to, you have to come to my apartment and listen to them. They're on my computer. Well, we stare at you. Yes. Do you like it? Are you enjoying it? I'll be judging your reactions. Anyway, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening.